Welcome to the Semicolon Club podcast. Funny name, serious podcast. In each episode, we focus on topics relevant to those living with colon cancer. It is our goal to inspire and encourage you during your fight and to provide hope throughout your journey. The show is not just for patients, but for survivors, caregivers, family, and friends as you navigate this journey together. Stay tuned. Today, we are so excited to have Kira Gilbert with us from the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation here in Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome, Kira. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Doing great. How are you today? Good. Thank you. Awesome. So you guys have a big event coming up this weekend. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So this weekend is Take Steps. It's our annual walk campaign. And the event is taking place this Saturday, April 30th at the Birmingham Zoo. And we're so excited to gather our IBD community back together again for the first time since 2019. That's awesome. It's been it's been a year of getting back together and it's been so exciting. So um, you guys, you said are at the Birmingham Zoo. Now you guys used to be at Homewood Park. Is that correct? That is correct. And in the years of COVID, so we did one event that was virtual in 2020. And then in 2021, we actually did a drive-through event, um, more of a tailgate scenario. And we did it at Sloss, actually. Um, However, this year we are checking out a new location with some of the renovations recently done at the Birmingham Zoo. And we'll be right um, at in the green space at Henley Park or the Henley Lawn as you walk in the Birmingham Zoo. And registration will be in between like the ticket booth and the front gate of the zoo. And the key is mm-hmm. to be registered about by 840 or so because we're going to walk before the zoo opens at nine. So okay. it would be highly recommended to to be there at eight o'clock when registration opens. Gotcha. Is there an option for folks to register online between now and then, or yes. tell us about that? Yes. And that's highly recommended as well. Registration is really going to be, um, kind of checking on fundraising. And if someone isn't registered and wants to register on site, they can, but you can register at CC takesteps.org slash Birmingham 2022. And that's the easiest way to register. And then a lot of the times too, like for registration, we'll just check to see like which incentives you earned and and then get you in the door unless you're turning in funds raised offline. Gotcha. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So Mm -hmm. for for those folks out there who um, have participated with Rump Shaker, um, you know, that would be that'd be very similar to our team's table where you bring your team funds in on the morning mm-hmm. of the race. Um, so that that's kind of so, so you, you guys would be familiar with how how that would work. Um, Kira, tell us um, what that morning looks like, where you're where all you will walk, how long the walk would last. And is mm-hmm. it open uh, for all ages or tell us what the participant, the, the average participant looks like? Absolutely. Really, it's open for all ages, friends, families, patients, caregivers, you know, friends of patients or caregivers. And the walk itself, there will be a one mile route, a two mile route, and then there's an option for a scavenger hunt through the zoo as well. So essentially, the registration will be from 8 to 845, give or take, and we'll do an opening ceremony 
at 8 30 that then will that will precede the walk that will start between 8 45 and 8 55 pending pending the time of the ceremony and our speakers yeah but um they will the walkers will leave from that henley lawn or henley park um green mm-hmm. space and walk um either a one mile route or they can do it twice it's a one mile loop and okay. then with those with families um whether the patient is the child or the patient is the adult, those with kiddos can do the scavenger hunt if they wish, or they can just do the loop as well. I mean, whatever kind of strikes their fancy, I suppose. Yeah, that scavenger hunt, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. Um, So that's, that's great. Um, Tell us about the guys are raising. Um, Mm -hmm. So what are the primary things uh, that the funds are going towards? So what would, um, what would somebody who signs up for this tell us, you know, you're supporting and, uh, you know, why we should come out and and support the community here. Absolutely. So IBD affects roughly 3 million um, individuals across the United States. And we're a nonprofit volunteer field organization dedicated to finding cures for both Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. And essentially, we really want to improve the quality of life that the children and adults affected by these diseases, um, improve their care, improve their access to care, provide them with resources, including support groups, online support communities, things of that nature, of course, advocacy, and most importantly, research to find cures for these diseases. And that's, that's really what, what take steps does and what our, like why we're taking steps for cures for Crohn's and colitis. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, that, that, that affects so many people. And like you said, this is something that affects children, all the mm-hmm. way through adults, you know, it's not, it's not targeted to a specific uh, age group, um, demographic. This really does affect so, so many people. Um, and this is just wonderful work that you guys are doing. Um, we've partnered with you for many mm-hmm. years now um, with the inflatable colon. So <laughs> if you have not, um, you know, the inflatable colon hasn't been on tour quite as much <laughs> here the last few years um, because of COVID, but um, it will be out in all its glory on uh, Saturday morning at the zoo. So um, go by and, you know, get a picture and <laughs> post it, uh, you know, t- tag, tag all of us on, um, on those posts. Cause you know, everybody loves, loves to see that. Um, but, but this is such a, such a great organization. Um, and we just, you know, we're, we're so excited about what you guys do, um, for the patients here in our community. Um, Kira, tell me if somebody's listening to us and they maybe are newly diagnosed and they're mm-hmm. just looking, you know, you always have folks that they're kind of overwhelmed uh, with right. a new diagnosis. Do you guys have um, a support group, an online support group, anything like that that you could share with the folks? Absolutely. And I think that's that's most important is being able to find the support in an early diagnosis that can be really, really difficult when you're dealing with all of the information that is presented to you as a new Crohn's or colitis patient. And our healthcare professionals do so much for all of our patients. But um, if you're seeking more information, we actually do have a handful of support groups across the state of Alabama. Through COVID, they did meet virtually. And now that we are 
Um, doing some more meetings in person, we are starting to have some of these support group meetings in person based on the comfort level of the support group leader. So what's what's really unique about Alabama is we have a support group for college students. We have a support group for parents and pediatric patients, and we also have a support group for adult patients. So those can all be found on our um Crohn's and Colitis Foundation.org website backslash Alabama. And you can, um, there's a little tab there that'll take you right to the support group. So there's a lot of options um, depending where you are in your journey. But I think that the most important thing is too, if that's not something where, that you're comfortable with, we have a program called Power of Two where you could just work individually one-on-one -on -one with someone who has been diagnosed and and can speak with you about what you're going through and, and your diagnosis. And then there's also just an online um, community boards and things through our, our general Crohn's and Colitis Foundation.org website as well. So there's a lot of options there and that can too be overwhelming. Yes, yes, it, it can. That, that's a lot to choose from, which is wonderful. Um, I love specifically what you talked about there with the the more one-on-one. Um, I know some people, uh, they're just not comfortable going mm -hmm. into a large group setting. Um, you know, they're just, whether they're, whether they're intimidated, whether they're overwhelmed, you know, with emotions, whatever that may be, um, to be able to have uh, an option for some one-on-one -on -one is just, I really love, love that you guys have that option. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. Um, is there anything else that, you can think of as far as resources um, that you want to share um, anything that I maybe not have not asked you about. Those are the, the really, really important ones searching on our website at Crohn's and Clitus foundation.org. You can find a chapter, find a support group, find events. There's so much information at your fingertips on our website, but you can always too just reach out to me um, at Kay Gilbert at Crohn's Colitis Foundation.org. But I will say one of my favorite resources that can also be found on our website, or you can just Google the IBD Help Center is a huge, huge resource for our patients, our healthcare professionals, and our caregivers. They are available online uh, through chat. You can call them, you can email them. They're available through social media. That is our most robust resource that they, you can call at any time for anything specific that you have questions on, whether it's a medication or just being diagnosed. There's, it, it's just a wealth of knowledge and they will get back to you as soon as they possibly can. And they can even translate into like 170 different languages. So they're, they're really, really helpful for those patients, especially those do, newly diagnosed patients. And even if, if someone has, has a change in their journey or if they were a colitis patient that then changed to a Crohn's patient um, after yeah. a new diagnosis. So I just think that um, that is one of my favorite resources. And I also use that and I, I frequently connect people to the help center or ask them myself to, to then, you know, provide information to somebody. Wow. That's, that's wonderful. Y'all have a lot of great resources out there. And, and I'm just, I'm sitting here as you're talking about this. Um, and I can, I can think of two, um, two teenagers that, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in my daughter's circle who have been affected, um, by Crohn's and colitis. So, you know, this is one of those diseases that 
you, somebody in your circle has been affected by and probably more than one. So, um, so I would encourage folks that may be listening to this podcast, share, share this information, um, you know, with your social groups, because there are people who need these resources. Um, And a lot of times, you know, we, we do the best job we can getting resources out, but sometimes we have a small um, a small reach, but if everybody, if everybody will take this information and, and share it with their communities, um, you know, we can get this help out, out to so many more people. So that's absolutely that's wonderful. Well, Kira, can you tell us one more time, the address for registration, the website address, yes. um, for online registration and remind us one more time about those times before we close up here. Yes. So for registration for take steps for this Saturday, it's www.cctakesteps.org backslash Birmingham 2022, or you can search Take Steps Birmingham and it should take you right to it if you if you Google search that. And we'll be there. Um, registration will be open at 8 a.m. followed by the opening ceremonies at 8.30 and the walk following that. And then the festivities will continue through about 12 o'clock. But um, I think, you know, the opening ceremonies and the walk is, is the most symbolic part. And then we'll just be there as an IBD community to answer any questions and provide a community for those that need it. That's wonderful. Will there be any, you said y'all be there through about noon. Mm-hmm. Will there be any food trucks or especially um, folks that might be going to hang around for the duration? Is there anything like that planned for the parking area? I know the zoo, of course, has refreshments um, inside. Is there anything like that going on? That's a good question. So there will be a few snack items for all registrants. And then if you are a hundred dollar fundraiser, you'll get um, additional, you know, goodies and food items. And then if you are a top fundraiser, there will be a special VIP tent for those individuals. So there's a variety of options as well. Like you mentioned, the refreshments at the zoo. Um, We didn't explore additional options this year, but love the idea of a food truck if that's something that they would be willing to do. (laughs) But I, we are supporting the zoo through, um, through their catering department to um, recognize and honor our top fundraisers and top teams. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, this sounds like it's going to be a wonderful event. Looks like I'm going to have good weather Saturday. So, um, you know, wish you guys all the best um, and look forward to, um, you know, just look forward to seeing the success that'll come out of, um, out of the event Saturday. So Kira, thank you so much um, for joining us and sharing this information and all of these resources. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us today for the Semi Colon Club podcast. See you next time.